Episode three, Dave and Josh show. How are we doing, Josh? I'm back at home, similar to you. And uh, everything's basically been kind of locked down till June the 1st. 400 euro fine if you basically break the 1.5 meter social distancing rule, which I think is good. At least people have to respect it now. What about in Hong Kong? Um, in Hong Kong, they're actually closing down a lot of these bars or any venues that serve alcohol because um, the Hong Kong government believe that alcohol is the reason to why the coronavirus spreads quicker because people get intimate, um, which I actually get, but it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. But it's just funny to hear that from the government, to be honest. <laughs> You sound a bit upset about it as well, though. Yeah, for sure, man. It, I mean, alcohol is the only thing that's really keeping me going. <laughs> Stuck nah, in kidding. quarantine. You just have a little <laughs> drink in the morning, whip out a beer. Yeah, you have a drink in the morning, you have a drink in the afternoon, and then a couple more at night. And then, boom, You next thing you know, you're awake at like 12 o'clock the next day. Yeah, I mean, a cold <laughs> one on the balcony in Hong Kong. I bet it's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, blue skies, 24 degrees. It's nice. Better than like two or three degrees in the Netherlands this morning. But you know what shit? You know what shit? Some people still have to work, you know? Like, we don't necessarily, we're, we're a bit easy in that because, you know, a lot, uni is mainly self-studying, but a lot of people still have to work from home, which is, as we mentioned last time, is super hard. And personally, I feel like working for a business, like, that's just a modern form of slavery, man. Yep. I, I, I disagree personally, but let's, let's go on to why do, Yeah. Why do you think employment is a modern form of slavery? Look, man. I, okay. I think slavery is a pretty harsh word to use. Um, so <laughs> it really is right. You have to be careful. It probably is. Yeah. But I think we're over exaggerating a little bit here, but I'm, I don't view this as like real slavery, such as, um, what African-Americans had to deal with uh, back in like the 20th and the 19th century and on and on, basically most of the history, right? Um, But I view it as like, I think it's so limiting to work for a a corporation or business or whatsoever uh, because you're stuck on set times. You're doing set tasks. There is little freedom and participation. A lot of the time, the communication is from top to bottom and you're basically being told what to do. You know, uh, and you're working towards someone else's dream and not your dream. And I think I find that very enslaving, to be honest, especially uh, as a person that really wants to start up their own businesses or, um, yeah, just the businesses in general. Yeah, I, I can I can see the point that you make. But I mean, at the end of the day, an employer doesn't actually own the employee, because when you think about it, when someone becomes employed, you exchange the labor for an agreed salary. So there's actually like codes of conduct on both sides. And so I think that you're right in saying that in some areas of the world, this is uh, this is skewed a little bit. So when we're talking about is being employed a modern form of slavery, I think it really depends on what you're, what regions you're looking at. Because if you're looking in Western Europe and the US, Canada, some of these really more developed countries, then I don't think, I would see being employed as a modern form of slavery. But then there's other examples that I I reckon you're about to bring up. Yeah, I mean, if you look at like Bangladesh, um, there's some 
there's parts of the cities where they have these sweatshops and these people either don't get paid or are are paid but they're on something called like a wage sal- uh slavery and basically this mm-hmm. person just gets enough to uh to come by uh and they really depend on that days of work just so that they can put ta- uh food on the table honestly like in general, we're already slaves to money. Money buys us freedom. But if you are constantly going out to ensure that one day of work is going to put just enough food on the table, man, I think that's just a new form of slavery now, especially because inflation goes up. Um, so I, I disagree with you. And I still think that working for these businesses are is a modern form of slavery. I'm sorry. Okay, so we can say that there's definitely some regional, vari- like, some regional differences in... The answer to this question but say we're looking in more western societies where as you say you got big corporations you're if you're employed you don't actually have to put your own money on the line i think that's the one of the main reasons why loads of people don't start a business is that actually a lot of people aren't comfortable with having their own capital actually at risk a lot of people just can't stomach that risk and so if you're employed no matter what your employer will have to pay you because they've got to they've got to stick to that contract that you made right so i can't see that actually i can see why people would want to be employed because they can always find a new job but if you're the employer and you're in the business you're the person that's losing money if that business doesn't profit the the employee can just go get a new job true and to an extent i agree with you but mm-hmm. also to an extent, I don't like I, I mentioned this before that at the end of the day, when you work for a business, you work under their rules. You know, you work under um, their uh, it's very bureaucratic. Right. And mm. it gives you little space to move. And personally, I find that very enslaving. You know, I think I think it is important, especially uh, for Gen Z's who are very independent and you can basically start your own businesses anywhere at any day. It's, I mm-hmm. find that very enslaving. And I blame the education system for making people uh, enjoy these corporate jobs, like you mentioned, or working for a huge uh, company. Because the thing with education is that it gives you all the necessary skills and knowledge to work in a business. But it doesn't... It, it also emphasizes on the... And highlights the good parts of working for the business, getting good insurance or the other incentives. But it doesn't actually necessarily give you all the skills or knowledge you want to work for your own business. You know, it's almost like you're forced mm. to work for a business at the end of the day. And that's, I would say, slavery, right? You're forced to work for a business and people don't even realize it, maybe. True, I can see what you're saying. But I mean, perhaps perhaps that gives rise to something else then. So you said about the education system preparing you to work in a business. So maybe you could also see it in a different way in that, a lot of people, well, for a lot of people, being employed allows you to make some really good new connections because if you move your way up in a business, you can meet some very powerful people that can be extremely beneficial if you decide to start your own business. Not only that, you've also seen how a big successful business is run. So perhaps we're looking at this the wrong way and that it's not you start a business or you're employed, but perhaps you you're employed first and then you start a business because of the knowledge you and experience you actually gain from being employed but personally i feel like once it's it's a cycle you know because 
after you get employed, you, you enjoy the security it gives you. And then a lot of people end up getting really scared. And like you said, you, um, you also make connections with people. And that's true. You do. And you could make connections with powerful people, but only probably 1% of the world really does, right? 95% of people depend on their wages that they get. Uh, they don't. They probably don't have a great job like these sweatshops, for example, that don't get them the connections that they need to move on or to start their own businesses. Yeah, true. I I, I do see what you're saying about that, but a lot of, like perhaps that's actually good for the business world because actually, if everyone just started their own business, there'd be so much competition that all these other businesses would fail. So perhaps actually what what you do is if you look at it, people being employed and then starting a business, you kind of weed out the people who are starting a business for the wrong reasons. Hmm. Okay. What, what would be the wrong reasons then? I think a lot of people start, uh, the best people to start a business are people who have more of a vision rather than the idea of just making money, I reckon. Because there's too many people that if you start a business for the idea of purely making money, that you're not actually thinking about the value that you're providing to the customer as a business. Mm. And I think that's where the true, the true big companies, like you look at Apple, you look at um, Alphabet, well, now Alphabet, formerly known as Google. Um, these guys actually have a vision for changing the way that people actually live their lives. So mm. whereas people who just go straight into business, probably a lot of them will fail because they just don't have that vision. They've started it for the wrong reasons, right? So I, I think like okay. it's, it goes back to a load of different things because a lot of people just have a, a way that they like to live their life and you get some big benefits. Like you mentioned earlier about there's big incentives working for a business. You get corporate entertainment, you get into big sports events, you go first class or business class. Uh, you you if you have children a lot of the time their school is paid for and also if you're a person that actually just likes discipline a lot of people like having a boss and it's like you said about the education system setting up for you is that from a very young age we are taught that yeah a lot of people like to be told what to do and that's just the way that some people are a lot of people aren't Mm. that independent so i think actually being employed for some people is more beneficial because that's just the way that they are yeah, I guess, I guess, I guess. In the end, it's subjective. Uh, it's very similar to our uh, like porn as art discussion. Uh, it's it's how you view it, and it's based on your values, beliefs, and your experiences. And I agree with you on that. And I guess that's where you and I differ a little bit in that sense. That I, you know, personally, maybe I don't know, but for some reason, I just don't like being told what to do. And I guess. I guess maybe you don't too, but but you're able to see that. And I guess I understand that a bit more, yeah. I think it's more coming from the idea that if I was to start a business, I'd want to have everything so well planned out. And I'm mm. not sure, but where I am right now, I'm, I'm not certain whether it, like, it's possible that I might need to be employed perhaps for a number of reasons first, just to gain the necessary capital and experience that when I do come to start my own business... I already know how everything works and it's set up. Another point I wanted to bring up that you mentioned was um, you said some people like the discipline. Do you reckon that likeness for discipline actually comes from school? I reckon it does, yeah. 
Like it's just so yeah, because it's just so ingrained in your head that like, oh, I need someone to tell me what to do and when things are due because that's just easier. I don't want to figure that out myself, right? Yeah, I mean, it's good for people. Perhaps I've phrased it wrong, and it's good for people that are not disciplined. Because mm, actually, probably, yeah. to be if you're dis, yeah, I think I phrased it wrong. Because if if you're disciplined, then perhaps starting a business is for you because you can actually set deadlines and meet those deadlines yourself. You don't have to rely on other people. So. Mm. There's a lot of different angles that this can come, but I think at the end of the day, it, it comes down to a lot of regional variations and also just kind of the way the the company that employs you. Mm. At the end of the day, it just depends. Everyone's different. It all operates. It's all, it's all commanded by very different people. So I guess if you get a really awful boss or manager, then it might even be like a modern form of slavery. But if you actually get on really well with your manager and the relationship's good, then maybe you can't compare it. If you had the choice, would you work for a business or be your own boss? I'd be my own boss. Yeah, same. But I just think there's also an argument for, I understand why people do want to be employed. Hmm. So I think that kind of concludes it for the end of yeah, this episode, right, Dave? Yeah, for sure. If uh, if you enjoyed this conversation, we'd really appreciate it if you would like, share, comment, and subscribe. And uh, we got some more content for you next time, and we'll catch you then. See ya. Mm -hmm. See you then.